I've done this before. Um, yeah, but it's like learning it all over again. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and then the frustrating thing of now if I alt-tab away, because Discord or something has changed in some sort of rendering engine, and so now when you leave the Discord window, it stops rendering the video, which means if I alt-tab away to like quickly look something up, we'll just get black screens. That anyway. would be a better way. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's a cold open if I've ever uh, heard one. <laughs> Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast all about craft beer and video games. It's episode 398, I believe. Um, is it? Or oh, 399. Three, no, it's 399. It's 399. Uh, uh, because we were going to have the announcement that we've kicked Ben off right. for good right before the, uh, you know, the 400th. It's like, I know you're not too closely following like English football but um mm. there was a it was Tottenham was it was it the league cup final or was it the FA cup final and they sat their manager Jose Mourinho like the day before the cup final and really? you're thinking this guy has won so much he's like a cup specialist <laughs> and then they just get in the guy who's like basically ex-player intern who's managed like five games in his whole career um, <laughs> it's like, why would you sack the guy who's known for getting teams across the line the day before the cup final? But that's what we've done basically with Ben. We, we've sacked him, yeah. gotten rid of him, sacked him off the day before, uh, well, the week before episode uh, the, 400. Yeah, the, the, mm. the cup final. Um, <laughs> by the way, uh, I'm Adil and I'm joined by Lucy who we've been Hi. talking and again... <laughs> Rusty on the old hosting machine. <laughs> um, w- welcome, Lucy. Uh, in fact, let's jump straight into what beer do you have? Uh, I'm going to start because I've been wanting to drink this for a few weeks now. It is a collaboration between Glasshouse and Rivington oh, really? Brewing Company, which apparently pretty okay from what I've seen. On the interwebs, um, it is a. Uh, is it called Terrain? It's called Terrain. It's an IPA, six point four percent. It's got Nelson Sovin, Nectaron, and Citra hops in it. Uh, no flavor text, um, but yeah. So it was, was Glasshouse and not Stone. Uh, no, Rivington. Rivington. Sorry. Rivington Brewing Company. I really hope Stone yeah, Brewing and Glasshouse end up collaborating because that's just a, you know, a thing you shouldn't do. <laughs> I get you know. <laughs> Glasshouses shouldn't throw stones. Yeah, I got it. I Rivington got it. though. I got it. It took me a while. Nah, no worries. It took me a while. What are you drinking, fine sir? Uh oh, I'm so I, I've had a week where, for various reasons, I ended up um. Uh, going out Tuesday and Wednesday and having more than I normally do post work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and which is a great opportunity for me to finally have Northern Monks Patrons Project, uh, um, smug the pilgrimage, alcohol free tippa. So oh, nice. Point five percent with Kashmir, Citra, El Dorado, and Idaho Seven. Um, uh, it yeah. looks like uh, Death from Castlevania on the. Oh yeah, it's like well. sick. Yeah. I love how hardcore the label is for this point um, five percent alcohol-free beer. 
But you know, I've had uh, Northern Monks got a, a handful of um, alcohol-free slash super eight, low ABV, whatever you want to call it, um, beers that have been quite good. I've been surprised mm-hmm. at. Yeah. Um, so this That's is me good. finally catching up to dry January in mid-February. A month late, yeah. <laughs> Look, ADHD time blindness. What can I say? Yeah. Well, if there's anything to miss out on, it's certainly dry January. Uh, yeah, I definitely need the night oh. off though. <laughs> oh. Yeah, my beer mm-hmm. smells citrusy, slightly tropical. Yeah, I mean it's your quintessential mm. hazy IPA looking beer now. Um, yeah, looks great. Just a bit deeper than straw coloured. Yeah, smells smells okay. Not much on the aroma. What you'd expect? A bit of like citrusy notes. Hmm. Hmm. I think I might need to go in for a second sip on that one. Because yeah, right off the bat, it feels like it's maybe missing something. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that citrus follows through to the taste. But yeah, it feels like it's it feels like it's maybe missing a bit of body. Um, six point what was six point four percent, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it feels like you're trying to get like a bit of chewiness, a bit of stickiness, but it's just like not mouth coating enough. There's not enough of a body or a mouth feel to it. Feels. Not thin, but it, feel, it feels like it's lacking something. Mm. It feels like the citrusy notes are like kind of detached and from the rest of the body and the flavour. It's a bit, it's a bit of an odd way to describe things, but that's how it feels so far. Um, yeah, just kind of like a disjointed taste curve, kind of like. Yeah, because there's like not really any bitterness at the end. It's like a slight bit of sweetness. Hmm. Tastes like even almost like a slightly artificial kind of sweetness, like a like a aspartame or like a sucralose. Yeah, like a su- sucralose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like that. Um, yeah, like I'll, I'll see how I go with it and see if there's any like I don't know. Sometimes I feel like swelling the can about. If there's any residue in there, sometimes that brings out the flavor a bit more, but. Yeah, not maybe it's because I looked at um maybe because it's a local beer glass out of local, you know there's a bit more um, praise for this it being a local brewery but um yeah I'm not I'm not getting a lot from this it, it's a pleasant beer it drinks fine it's nice um there's nothing mm. you know uh, unpleasant about it it's just nothing nothing. Nothing blowing my mind about it. It's just a steady eddy. Uh, nothing, nothing too mad. Nothing too, too interesting about it. But um, oh, yeah, I'll see how I go. But um, as I say, my expectation levels might have been out of whack just because it's being praised locally. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's 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 fine. <laughs> that's, the, <laughs> that's the best description I could give it uh, so far. It's fine. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, that's, I mean, they can't all be knocking them out of the park, I guess. Otherwise, exactly. be, that would be the new yeah. find. Um, but <laughs> still, that's mildly disappointing. Um, 
I've got quite a hazy, um, mm. almost milkiness to the haze. Right, it's quite that looks pale. like a beer. Yeah, <laughs> more like a beer. Um, yeah, it was just it's oddly. Um, yeah, normally when you get beers this hazy, they've got a little more um, color in them. I think this is yeah. oddly paley white. It's quite yeah. It quite looks pale. a bit washed out. Um, yeah, that's a good way of describing it. Mm -hmm. Oh wow, that nose. That is holy shit. That is like tropical. Well, it's like passion fruit, mm. a little pineapple. Um, like, there's a lot going on in that nose. It's not. Oh yeah, there's a bit of melon there too. Yeah, there's quite a, quite a lot. Yeah, a lot going on in the sense of like it's an assault on the senses. It's just quite a nuanced nose, and I think my, my prejudice against um, non-alcohol-free beers was just not preparing me for. All right, this is. Still, Northern Monk throwing like four different hops into a thing. Could um, this be the one? Could this be the one? Hmm. So yeah, it still has that telltale um, lack of body that you. I just don't think you could ever not have replicate. With, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's. It all mm, this is super interesting. It's got a, a bitter flick at the end, but it doesn't linger as long as I'd hope. Right. Um. So there's like a regular bitterness, and then it like increases, and you're like, oh wow, interesting. But it just kind of quickly fades. But again, mm. you get those tropical flavors, a little more citrus on the taste, and a little um. I I I, I, I smirked because I can't tell if the fact that we said super lows before is coloring my palate because like there's a bit of an artificial sweetener taste but mm. quite quite light in that just just it's just not it's i think it's just because it, it's a little sweet tasting but isn't doesn't have the the body of like the alcohol sweetness that normally would come up with this yeah um mm. that's really refreshing it has a finish it's quite light um but it it, it does have a it is bitter. It is finished bitter in a way okay, that most, okay. most alcohol-free beers sort of can't or don't. Yeah. Um, a lot of time it is like this kind of like even sometimes even metallic kind of sweetness too. Yeah, that's uh, actually a good way of putting yeah. it. Yeah, it's, it's mm -hmm. the, the sweetness is just lacking because it does. It's got this a bit of metallicness, but it's covered by most of the rest of the taste. Yeah. And so first, first few sips, I wasn't really feeling the finish that much, and I was worried it was mostly just like a fizzy beer-adjacent juice, you know, where it's like, it's got all these, like, <laughs> mm -hmm. it's got these tropical flavors, it's got the citrus, but ultimately it doesn't hit the beer note, and I think it does, and the more my palate's getting used to it, the more I'm I'm realizing how much of there, excuse me, there is a bitterness. Mm -hmm. Just... It lingers less long than I would like, and kind of I think there's a mismatch given like it's got this nice full fruity, tropically body, and then the finish is like less of a bitter peak and kind of goes away. Um, so I just was yeah, it's just a bit of a mismatch there, and I think that metallicness is coming out right where I'm like, oh, I wish the bitterness was a bit stronger, and so like that is kind of making me less enthused than I might be. Um, but like, yeah, yeah, not in a bad way. Just, I mean, again, I, I've had ac alcoholic, um, IPAs that aren't as good. That's what I will say. Like it's, it's yeah. clearly a, a beer. 
Right, it feels like a beer. It's just That's there's good. like so much promise in it that I'm more disappointed because it's so close. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, that that. that so yeah, just can take heart in that we're getting close, and maybe by next dry January there'll be something that. Yeah, it does seem like we're getting there. We're getting yeah. there. We're getting much closer. So. The yeah, yeah. So the reimagined edition of Smug the Pilgrimage. I like it. Um. I think yeah, the finish is. We'll see how I feel by the end of the. Oh yeah, it was a it was a you know standard pint can. Um, oh, so is that what Northern Monk? Yeah. Uh, so I haven't I haven't had a patrons. Uh, yeah. So well, four forty. Ages. Mm. Um, sorry, not not pint, but four forty. Yeah. Um, four forty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see what I feel like by the end. I'm hoping that. Especially because I, I can feel the bitterness still around, even after to- not having sipped for a while. I'm mm-hmm. hoping that mm-hmm. stacks. I'm a little worried that this is just gonna be it. And again, it's just because it has such a promising start that I feel mm-hmm. that it's not jarring as a finish, but it's just like, oh, but but what if this was? It, and I think that's an accomplishment in itself. Like it, I felt like it was gonna be a beer, and then the standard beer thing didn't happen. Um, and that's okay because it's alcohol free. Uh, I would yeah. easily, ha- you know, I'm, I'm not complaining. Um, I can't ask for the world of alcohol free beer. Yeah. Not yet, anyway. Not yet. Yeah. Anyway, so so that's the thing. Um, you mm-hmm. have a handful of games to talk about here. I do. So so do. Is, does that mean the the like the stall out hump is over? Like you know you were you were. Uh, I wouldn't count on it. Okay, it was just, just an odd <laughs> it week. It may be a blip, yeah, yeah okay. in the, um, yeah, who knows, who knows. But, um, yeah, uh, I did play Please Touch the Artwork 2. And the reason, I mean, I had a review code for it, but, um, and then it just came out, and it was free for everyone. I was like, oh, that's oh, very nice. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, on Steam and uh, Android, gonna, iOS, yeah. I was about so, to and then realized I'm going to make black screens happen. Oh, I yeah. Remember <laughs> that I remember this. Um, but yeah. Um, what did you play it on? I played it on um, Steam, because that's where my review code was. Um, I did check it out on iOS, iOS briefly, but it was on my phone, so it was a bit hard to see, because this game is a hidden object game, which is completely different to the first game, uh, which... Um, that is a paid, uh, game. Um, but that was very much more like kind of, uh, like line puzzles and, um, very much more, more thinky, thinky puzzles. Whereas this is a, it's a, it's a hidden object game, really. It's like, and it has, you know, it has the, a few other little puzzles interspersed in between, like spot the difference or something like that. Mm. But, um. Yeah, this is the, the, it, it. It surprised me because it went in a completely like different, uh, like uh, avenue. You know, avenue. Whereas the first game was a bit more. I, I felt that was a bit more, maybe a little bit more pretentious, um, and thinky, and a bit more. I guess a little bit less accessible because some of the puzzles in that were very, very hard. Mm. Um, this is very much more for the people. <laughs> well, uh, that's a bit of a 
crappy way of describing it, but it's, it's definitely a, a lot more approachable, a lot more accessible, it being free as well. Um, it's shorter, um, and yeah, it's got a completely different, uh, you know, sense of gameplay, where it's a hidden object game, where you're going through, you know, like this, it, I mean, it's all based on, uh, I can't remember who the artist, because I'm terrible, is in, uh, please touch the artwork, uh, Mondrian, uh, the first right? game. Wasn't it Mondrian? Right, yes. Um, you, you and Ben knew far more <laughs> about that than me, because <laughs> I'm very uncultured. Um, but, uh, yeah, this, so this is, uh, is it James Asnor? Who was a Belgian uh, artist, and uh, gosh, it's expressionism, and that's the kind of, like, kind of art style it is. Um, you see, this is another power that I want to be able to listen to music and know exactly what genre it is and look at art and know exactly what kind of like art or movement it is because mm. um, I was like is that, is that is that like expressionism is it like surrealism and it was like oh yeah it is but it's like I want to I want to be I want to know it for sure but um well genre, yeah because genres is, you just make them up I know but you know you know what I mean yeah, like I It'd be so it'd be so much fun just to have that uh, superpower. My superpowers would be so boring and vanilla and beige. It'd be things like I want to know how much this cup of flour is to bake. I don't have to I don't have to get any scales out or oh. measure the tear or anything. I can just see it and I know how much it weighs. Right. So those are my That's boring. That's pretty good. Powers. But it, yeah, it would be so good. It's like that is. 10 kilograms worth of rice. And I just know that. But anyway. Um, How yeah. do you bake, Lucy? <laughs> I don't bake. That, that's why I don't bake, because I, I can't you be honest be with you. want to eyeball the... it. And it yeah. I mean, you know what it's like being ethnic. You don't have measurements. You don't know what a yeah. cup is or a tablespoon. Yeah, you a tablespoon is, that is, is a thing you use to scoop stuff with. <laughs> yeah. You Sometimes also to stir Right. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes uh, your tablespoon is a teaspoon. Yeah, and it, it, you do it by eye and by feel. Yeah. You know? But except baking, you you can't do that. At That's all, exactly so. why I don't bake. Um, I've tried a exactly. couple times. Uh, and I, I exactly. And tried this st- when I've baked. I will say it's turned out all right. But also, I just that's not my my jam. Neither yeah, is making no, jam same. though. That also seems tedious. <laughs> yeah, all those like. Uh, preservatives things and like i need this amount of vinegar and anyway um <laughs> back so, yeah, to so please it, touch it, the yeah. <laughs> yeah this is funded by the um was it the flemish art uh institution or whatever they have over there oh um, that's why it was free yeah yeah and um but yeah i was i was you know after after playing this it's only about gosh probably only about an hour 90 minutes if you play it slow um I was uh, be complaining tax dollars it, aren't stretched enough. Yeah, yeah. So you you could literally finish this tonight, like tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it, it's it's not long. Um, James Ensor, sorry. Um, but yeah, it's it was a Belgian painter. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was started watching YouTube videos about about this guy. Um, after it, so it sold. It it it, it did its purpose. It got me interested in um you know, the history uh, of the painter and, like, actually looking into things and being like, oh, because it, it, it's all 
it's sort of like those uh gosh what are those games uh from that dude who uses the old renaissance paint- paintings to make point yeah. and click adventure games um yeah it's, it's very much like that using using the art giving it a second life um you know having those as backdrops and then adding in you know custom animations and you know custom assets to make like the hidden objects and stuff like that and you're going through all these paintings and finding uh just yeah just hidden objects is a bit more silly it's a bit more light-hearted it's as i say it's it doesn't feel as as stoic and as stern as the first game um it feels a lot more approachable and yeah it's it's a really cool thing i i enjoyed it far more than the first game um i enjoyed the first game but it was a bit it was a bit hard and it had like an underlying narrative to it but it was a bit it didn't seem like the best way, in my opinion, to make that kind of art approachable. And it was trying to teach about, you know, Mondrian and the, the history and stuff like that. But I think this achieves that right. by having something a bit more lighthearted, a bit more silly. And it's like, you don't feel uh, like out of your depth or um you know a bit reticent to check out you know what the art is and stuff like that you're encouraged to do that just by how like oh this looks interesting why are these two tapestries put together why are these uh juxtaposed here and there why you know what is this weird thing that i'm looking at and i think with just the art style like the you know uh expressionistic art style that is more enticing and a bit more interesting to look at than just <laughs> without Boxes sounding and lines very and... <laughs> yeah without sounding um uh you know reductive than just lines um yeah. it, it's it's a bit more interesting so um yeah, so yeah the, i i, I enjoy this far more like mm-hmm. yeah because the art style isn't as abstract it also probably yeah. lends itself to like you said let not needing to have as much cerebral puzzling exactly yeah but yeah, that's that's all I've got to say about Please Touch the Artwork too. I really enjoyed it. It's not there's not much to it, and it's free, mm. so go download it. It's it was very much a when you're not playing games, something that's very easy to get into because it's like this is only going to take up so much time. It's, it's a hard. hidden object game. It's very you know no friction, very very low stakes. It, yeah, it was good, and yeah, super enjoyed it. Um, it, it. As I say, it gave the art second life and used the art to a much more um, it's much more effective than the second game, so it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I can't look at my list. Uh, you, because you have games to talk about. I have games well. to talk about, but you have this fun. is weird. Yeah, this is surreal. Yeah. Ben's surreal not here, art. and both of us are—it's <laughs> me and you, and yet we're going to talk about games. Yeah, no. that never <laughs> happens. Not random stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean will. we did talk about superpowers for a little bit, but that's we've only got like maybe two tangents so far. Yeah, in. it's crazy. Um, did you want to talk about? Uh, well, yeah, well, I can talk about. It. So, my mm-hmm. housemate has been. Um, he hasn't played games in a while. I think I've talked about it, Keith. Like, I made him play Goose Game. We played Mario Wonder. One day, yeah. yeah I was like, yeah. Mario. Uh, my brain was like, Odyssey, the Switch one. I'm like, no, Adil, that's. Oh, the... there's two. Two. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, but we, when we first started talking about video games, we both talked about how growing up we were big fans of Civilization II. Oh no, <laughs> you find you you find your match, <laughs> find your soulmate. <laughs> so, uh, so Keith, um, track down. ISO, well, actually, I've been Q. Fucking been files, man. Uh, yeah. uh, and, uh, and like, looked up the patches to make it run on Windows 10 or 11 and the, and fix the multiplayer because it doesn't work out of the box. Um, mm-hmm. uh, That's got to be, like, just on GameArchive.net or whatever shot, like, uh, yeah. at this point, right? Yeah, yeah there's a couple mods out. there that make it a lot easier. Um, yeah. So, like, the... the, the ISO is probably. Um, Have they not like re-release those on Steam? So the thing is, because it's a DOS slash Windows 3.0 or whatever like era game. Yeah. 1996, I think. Um, it isn't on Steam because it would have taken effort oh. to adapt. So Civ 3 through 6 are on Steam, but 2 isn't, and 2 is the one I played a lot as as, as a child. Yeah. Um, I so they still have it on there, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I think so. I would yeah, you have to run DOS or whatever, but like... <laughs> yeah, DOS box exists. I just think they've yeah, not, not yeah. bothered to go back, because Civ 3 and 4 are very well loved. Most people think there's like the peak of the franchise. They've got complaints about 5 and 6. So I think... I just think there's not enough Keith's... <laughs> slash... I mean, who knows, right? So when you're going to talk about another game from early era that um, yeah, yeah. was remastered precisely because um, that's what's selling right now. And so I hope... Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I see uh, we've got a comment in the chat. Uh, what's worse, Lucy, Final Fantasy or strategy games? Oh, Final Fantasy. Yeah, I was going to say... That's I way worse. Why yeah. like, I will entertain a conversation about Civ because that's marginally interesting, whereas Final Fantasy is... Not interesting, coma-inducing, but we won't go into. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so we did the rigmarole, and there were a couple hiccups on like the game crashing when it was building the world, and like network not working, etc. Mm-hmm. But um, to to properly simulate things, because like in my computer, you can see the chair behind me at Keith's desk. That's not how you play multiplayer Civ. So I nah. installed it in the living room computer. So now I sit in the living room and Keith sits up nice. here. Uh, I mean, and, there's no other way. Yeah, and so I think <laughs> Monday was the first. Was Monday or Sunday? We was the first day we played. And we played like two and a half hours, and in that two and a half hours, um, I hadn't met another society, and he had just bumped into someone. Huh? Uh, yeah, and then uh, and then we played a couple hours the other night, um, and I think we're on turn one hundred. Oh my god! <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like that is a way a to spend a Monday. Sorry. That is a way to spend a Monday slash Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Or any day of the week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so it's it's yeah. quite slow, and like all, a lot of the city management you can do between turns. Mm-hmm. So it's just about moving units um and uh yeah it's tons of fun i i immediately got nostalgia uh and then was like i don't remember how to play this game at all like in my first half hour was like i, I literally couldn't move units appropriately because yeah. the downstairs has just like a cheap bluetooth keyboard because it's like the home theater pc etc um yeah. and in fact even this pc i have a 
mechanical keyboard without a numpad because I never use numpad. Uh, but guess how you move diagonally in Civ? Oh, like E and Z? I don't know. No, you, it's literally the arrow keys, and thus it's one and three, and seven and nine are also arrows. Okay. Right? That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I, the only not, way I knew how to move pad. was with the arrow yeah. keys, but then I was, I couldn't, literally there were spots I couldn't get to until, uh, I found the option that turned on mouse movement controls, because that's an option that you have to turn on because it's that old of a game. Um, yeah. and then you literally hover over your unit and then, and like slightly in a direction and then a black arrow will appear. And, and once that, that like appears, you can click and you'll move one square in that direction and it has all... Mm -hmm. All, all eight directions, right? The the card, the the vertical, horizontal, the two diagonals. But it took a while to figure out, and I was like, I can't. I'm just like dancing around, <laughs> like a spot that yeah. has like a little, like essentially yeah. a treasure chest, and I can't get there. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I I'm so bad at video game. Oh, it's because no. Sometimes you just yeah. forget. I mean, yeah. Not me. Sorry. <laughs> well, it depends on the game. Uh, the game I'm talking about. Later, it is just muscle memory. Yeah, depends what it is. Depends what the game is. Um, but yeah, it's been um, fun. But anything with like mouse and keyboard, like yeah, there's a lot more key bindings and stuff going into that. So that's, I mean, controller. You only have so many buttons, so it's like, oh, it's not this button. It's gonna be this yeah, one. Yeah, and the controllers um, have only gained buttons. They've not lost them. Weirdly, keyboard yeah. lost. <laughs> yeah. Right, the numpad is yeah. just a, a lost set of inputs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah, so it's been cool. fun, and uh, no, that's that, that's awesome. Though. And uh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to finally battling. We're we're very much doing better than all the other the AI. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's interesting. We're we're like in the top five cities. It's basically just us, and like sometimes um, I think it's a Brit. London's like sometimes at the bottom, but we've been squeezing it out. Hmm. But also. When you quit, it gives you this bar graph of, like, how well you're doing. And it's like, here are the AIs. And then there's mm -hmm. the gun. And then there's these two amazing streaks up. And it's and we've been crisscrossing <laughs> on who's in the lead. Uh -huh. and, but, like, the slope of that thing is so much steeper than yeah. the other ones. are like, oh, well, we're doing great. Yeah. Um, See, who needs Helldivers? Yeah. yeah. You've got Civ. Yeah, who needs Civ 6? You've got Civ 2. Mm. But, yeah. yeah. I mean... It's it's fun going back to old games. But it's also hilarious because it's still saved game based. You just have a yes. .net save file, mm -hmm. which is the entirety of the thing because so, it's also small, right? So then it's like, mm -hmm. oh, I could like email that to someone and they continue the game. But yeah. also, it's yeah. there's no, it's so flat that like when when I start start a multiplayer game, like start from a save file, pick it, and they're like, cool. Who do you want to be? And it's like. Oh, I could just steal Keith's. Uh, I used to be like, ah, now I'm the Russians, because <laughs> it's like there's no like no sense of locked to a f account or a, a, a computer or, or a file. It's just it? yeah, I'm yeah, opening up like, this this is. world map, which has already when got things to these simple. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild. There's a seed. There you go. Go wild. Yeah. yeah. When so, things were simple. Yeah. And good. And happy. Uh, happy. And nostalgic. Nostalgia yeah, is a hell of a drug. Yeah. Mm. So you know what's making me nostalgic? Mm. Bit, of, bit of Tomb Raider. Yeah, I was gonna say. Mm, Tomb, Tomb Raider. Raider. Uh, it, it, is which, which Tomb Raider is this? 
it's one, two, three. Um, I've only played the first one so far, but all the way through. No, but I think I'm gonna play this game all the way through. Uh, it's very, it's, it's, it's like coming back home. It's, yeah. I mean, those games were, you know, a revelation, incredible back then, Um, and. This is a pretty, well, it is a faithful recreation of it. It's it's the same geometry, it's the same level design. It's not like a remake. It's just very much a remaster with, you know, updated graphics. And I think they've done a pretty decent job um, with the graphics because, like all good remasters, you I I'm playing on Steam, by the way. Um, mm. I just press the start button mm-hmm. or whatever it's called on the yeah. Steam Deck, and it switches between the old and new graphics. Um, oh, interesting. Just like that, on the fly. Um, so, yeah, it's like, it's got Lara's face that is like what would have been in, like, the magazines and in the CG cutscenes. Right. <laughs> uh, whereas when you switch back to the old one, it's like, <laughs> what uh, are these free polygons? Yeah, like... you know I mean? <laughs> so, so, um, so, yeah, it, it's, it, it does what every good remaster does, which is, like, it recreates what you Think. remember them looking like, but... You know, it absolutely isn't. But um, are the new graphics yeah, it's, polygonal mm. as well, or like, like, like? No, that no. There's, the, the 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 geometry is very polygonal because, as I say, they've kept the exact same geometry. Yeah. Um, there's probably a few less like jagged edges. Maybe they've smoothed out some things and some of the geometry, but it's very much that kind of like very grid based kind of. Right, so it's just like look to it. Despite being a three D game, it's very much like because Lara like steps to the side and moves up and right. jumps. Yeah, so yeah, she does. But, she, um, she moves on planes. She doesn't move in space. Yes, no, but but the the, the, the it, this is why it was so you know revolutionary because even though it does have that kind of like as you say moving on the planes and stuff. It does have that like kind of like slightly 3D movement. In the old game, it was tank controls, um, mm. and I think you can change the controls between like, you know, slightly more fluid and free flowing. Using you can use the analog stick or the uh, directional buttons, and there's a bit more movement to that. Um, but you know, things like jumping mm. is still really. <laughs> annoying um it's still it's still very like okay you gotta move lara to like an edge here you have to be very precise you have to move her to the side and so it's still got that little quirk to it but it's like you know you can just literally make a save i always make a save before i make a jump because you never know what lara's (laughs) gonna do sometimes (laughs) and then uh mess it up seven times and just yeah it's an instant save and reload so um which I'm sure the first game might have had. I can't remember it. I can't remember if it had like checkpointing or you started from the beginning of the level. I'm sure it had. Yeah, Something because annoying. it's that kind of like passport um, interface. Um, so I'm pretty sure you could just like save and reload in the first game. Right. But um, well, in the original, I should say. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm working through the first first game. It's just it's just it's just fun, and it's like it's great that you know. If you're doing a remaster or something, make something like this where it's like very much the bones of the original game, just a bit more accessible, you know, fresh coat of paint on the graphics and 
yeah, give these games a second life or like for me, the old person I am, going back and be like, yeah, this feels like home. I I I want to keep playing this. I really enjoyed these games just like the it was that sense of like getting lost. It's like very like why I'm like like Metroidvanias, especially the ones of old, like Super Metroid. It's like mm-hmm. being in a space on your own, being, you know, uh, that sense of discovery and that sense of isolation and that sense of, um, you know, peril and danger. Um, yeah. A lot of this is, you know, okay, you get your gun out and shoot a few bats now and then, and maybe a bear. Um, oh, right about the bats. But it is very much figuring out where in the environment. It's that 3D space, and that was so revolutionary and new at the time. Um, yeah, figuring out just all these little environmental puzzles and platforming in a 3D space. And, yeah, like, people can go back to it uh, and see what they're all about if they didn't experience them at first. But, yeah, it just feels it feels very nostalgic, very homely. That's yeah. great. I'm. Uh, I'm. I, I never played because mm. you were not a PS One yeah. kind of person at that time. You're still very much on PC and yeah. Stuff so like I that, never so. really played these games. Um, yeah. I, like just at friends' places, and um, uh, so I think um, no, we went over this last week, but I can't remember which the like early-ish Crystal Dynamics games. I think. Yeah, first wave of those is like well, I, I dipped in one or two of them, but it, it's just a franchise that like I never quite sat with me, even though I know friends who really loved it. Just because I, th- I think it's because I missed this this era. So when people were complaining, mm-hmm. comparing, it's just like I, I don't I don't have any skin in this game. These are there's adventure games aplenty at this point. Yeah, right? and and yeah, they did come to PC back then. Um... So it's one of those where it's like I know it's very much, you know, entrenched in like that PS One lore, but yeah, they did come to PC eventually. Yeah, a lot of those. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's like well, you miss the, say so you miss the boat. Like there are plenty of video games you were playing Civ. Yeah, <laughs> you know you were playing Civ too, and oh, and Final Fantasy Seven on the yeah. PC, nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. When was Tomb Raider yeah. one? When did that come out? That was around then. It wasn't night yet. I think it was like it was one of the early ones. I think it was about ninety six, ninety seven. I'll Google it. I'll Google it. And you know what's great? Like just going to like an old game facts. Oh man! Like guide. You know that's always fun. Nineteen ninety six. Ninety six. Yeah, yeah. It was one of the early ones. I mean, it would make um, sense because it's. Final Fantasy VII is the first 3D Final Fantasy, and they're all these mm-hmm. like little po- polygonal, yeah, things. So because it, this was like before Metal Gear. Yeah, it was like genuinely like uh, groundbreaking at the time, right? Yeah, groundbreaking. You know, touch point in time. It's just yeah. I don't know if anyone who didn't play them originally would get a kick out of it. Um, oh, well, that's what I was going to ask you. You sort of said Breeze New Life, and I was curious if, and then you said you know because you get to have this nostalgia bomb and et cetera. I yeah. was curious whether you thought that um, the uh, them them new them young kids these days <laughs> would they would, would they yeah. take a break from their fortniting and uh, th- and Yeah, I th- I think from a from a curiosity point if you you know wonder like oh you know from a 
I don't want to be pretentious about it, or like from a geeky historian point of view, if you if you're interested in where games came from, and you know, because it's a big franchise. Uh, yeah. So if you if you're ever curious at all, then maybe. But as an enjoyable experience, not really, because like um, certainly in the first game, um, I'm sure pretty much all throughout two and three. It is very rudimentary puzzles. It's like, I move a box here to get to this ledge. Oh, if I move box in opposite direction, there's a secret over here to get to this ledge. And it's like, it's it's very straightforward. But um, as I say, I think it's just more for a nostalgic and game preservation kind of um, aspect. Right. Why this has its merit. Not if someone... You know, as you say, no one's going to put down the Fortnite income. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going to be like, oh, that 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 Lara Croft in Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three. <laughs> uh, who's she? Oh, there's remastered games coming out. Uh, let me check that out. I don't think so. Right. Yeah. So um, mm. the this is the era of like games where we got new environments, and so exploring became such a big deal because mm-hmm. so many so many secrets were like like in the in the like two D platforming. It's like they, you start here. Just always go to the yeah. left first, right? Just yes. go to the left yeah. first. Yeah. Uh, and then this was like, a, oh, we can't just do that. Like, there, there's actually more convoluted ways to hide this things. Is, and um, I say more convoluted, yeah. I mean, from the perspective of we used to just be like, oh, go left, right? And now it's yeah, like... Yeah, instead of right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now this it's is, like, this oh, is, right. um, There's something behind the waterfall. Uh, oh, era, of course, the which, waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always yeah, under the waterfall. It's, mm-hmm. it's, oh. it's, it's, I'm glad it exists. Um, yeah. So, yeah, thank you, Ben, for hooking me up with the code. Because, um, yeah, it's just, I, I, it's, it's like returning home. Mm. But yeah, <laughs> you what I love is uh, like the first cutscene where it's like they're going up to these like Peruvian snowy mountains. And she's, you know, wearing her booty shorts and cropped up with a poncho over. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, this is very much of a time and it's pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty stupid. Um, so that was funny. Yeah. Um, good stuff. Now, at mm-hmm. the time, did you play all three games? Yes. Yes. I was just To curious. the most. Sorry? To... I played two the most, mm. but yes, I did play all, all three games. Um, so yeah. Do you think you have you? How good's your memory at least? Like, do you remember the puzzle answers, or is it? <sighs> it's it's my memory's not good because because I think I conflate each of the three games, um, right. and a lot of the environments are like <sighs> similarish. I mean, it's a lot of tombs. Yeah. Yeah, like jungle environments, like caves and stuff yeah. like that. So, so I was like, like in the first game, I was like, oh, oh yeah, there's a bear here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I forgot about this. Um, and a lot of those games, like I still have it now, where it is a lot of, oh, where did I come from? Where was I going? Because even back then, like I mean, the environments are a bit more clearer now, and like they do some things with like lighting. It's like okay, mm. um, over this way, it's like where, where there's a bit of a you know, shaft of light coming through. It's like, oh, I haven't been there. That's probably where I need to go next. So it telegraphs that in a smart way. Back then, it wasn't that. And it was like, a lot of these environments are just, uh, you know, 
smoothed walls. <laughs> it's hard to know where I'm going. So that was that was half of the fun, but also half of the frustration back then as well. So um, so yeah, my, my memory is really hazy. I mean, what was that? We're looking almost thirty years ago. Um, like yeah, jeez, like twenty eight yeah. years ago. Um, <laughs> no, that can't be right. <laughs> so yeah, uh, why do you and say I, these I things haven't really played them since. I think I've probably like messed around on like an emulator or something like that now and then, but no, I haven't played them since. Um, mm. So yeah. Mm. Mm. But yeah, good stuff. Is there so? Is there a franchise that you would want to have this type of like really faithful treatment now that this is happening? <laughs> um. I I go back to bring back Tony Hawk three and four, right? You know, um, because because like something like like Spire of the Dragon that was huge for me back then. They remastered those, and that was a really good remaster um, or remake, I think it was. But yeah, just bring back Tony Hawk mm. three and four. I love four. It was that like perfect cross section of like. Okay, we've got Tony Hawk, which I loved at the time anyway, mm-hmm. and then very much like this like jackass kind of like right. <laughs> mission structure to it, and it was like just a collision of good old early two thousands uh, nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, nonsense. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I didn't realize uh, until it was announced today how much uh, I would have been stoked for. Um, Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection was announced. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that I completely completely missed the uh, the ball on. So. I didn't know it was a thing until uh, in <laughs> some Facebook group. It was like, oh, but like that game. I meant like the original oh, game. Oh, Battlefront well. Two. Yeah. I spent so mm-hmm. much time. Uh, this is PC gaming, right? This is this is me and my friends in undergrad going to LAN cafes to play multiplayer <laughs> games at each at uh... each other, like. Boy, that dates me something fierce, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> but like the 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 fact that you could like, first of all, sixty four players. Obviously, a lot of the times we played the fuck ton of bots, but like they each were people, mm-hmm. not just a generic wave of like NPCs. They were, you know, um, but also you could get some multiplayer times when it was new uh, servers, mm-hmm. right? Because of course, this is back when. You would just the only thing the developer did was like make a so that people could list their games in some central place, but you could always direct IP to servers when that stuff crashed, and so you could just always play it. Um, and then you could play with sixty-four other people, and like, and your battles would literally be like, uh, you could like fly, you could fight on one ship. You're on one one of the my favorite levels was like there's two capital ships. And you would literally mm-hmm. take an X-Wing or a TIE Fighter or an A-Wing or whatever. You would fly it and you would have space battle on the way to try and board the other ship to then fight in the corridors. Um, and it was seamless. And when yeah, it... Battlefront 2, but not Battlefront 2, Bat- Battlefront 2 the second came out, it like claimed it was going to be that, but it was like 24 aside or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the scale was wrong and it was, they just had space levels, which were trying to be like quite um flight simmy yeah. arcade simmy maybe um and then you had regular fighting battles but you never had that like 
I don't think they got that. You just needed like really simple flying because it was it was about to transition, right? It was about like mm-hmm. this is fun, and if I get bored of this kind of not the best space dogfighting, that's fine because really my objective is almost always get on the ship, right? So it's okay that the dogfighting I could take, I could just dogfight and like protect the ship for a while, or if I got as soon as I got bored, I could just try and board their ship, and it was just like really smart yeah. level design, I mean, that's, really simple. You know, just just like I know nothing about these games, but you describing that like just the it's kind of crazy, like how you look back at these games. It's like they're twenty, twenty five, thirty years old, and it's like the amount that they were doing, it just doesn't seem possible in my mind you know so it's like would have been mind-blowing back then well that's um, the crazy thing right battlefront 2 the yeah. second uh has so much technology advancing but what mm-hmm. because of everything being so focused on graphics and stuff they just they couldn't make it a huge 64 map thing right yeah and like yeah. but that's that's kind of a point when you're doing these huge board sims <laughs> you want it to feel big right yeah and yeah. instead it's like set PC parts of levels, right, that make it seem like it's bigger than it is because it, like, funnels the yeah, 24 yeah, people I mean, it's just into the same Great space. design, great engineering, yeah. and, yeah, because y- you think, oh, what a quaint time, like, 1997, 1996, and you just yeah. think, hold on, how, how are you doing this in, like, Quake or something like that? It just doesn't make... It doesn't compute in my mind. Um, yeah wild yeah, but also like these games yeah, are still is. fun to play which means like all the bells and whistles that have come between haven't necessarily been that <laughs> important kind of yeah like yes yeah, so there's but, quality life stuff but like but i, I, I i'd say like i think with multiplayer games especially i, th- I think they had to carry their own nostalgia you know what i mean yeah. like i think back to like i don't know uh Titanfall, the first one. Oh. And I get such like nostalgic feelings about that. And that was like Jesus, that was ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, it, in 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 you know Year of Our Lord, we are in twenty twenty four and that was ten years ago. But in my mind that was like literally couple six months ago. <laughs> so it was just like but it's like, yeah, I get a massive nostalgia out of it. Um so I think, yeah, like whatever you're enjoying at the time. You know, kids with Fortnite now, they'll look back and think, oh, I remember that nostalgic time when Fortnite was a massive thing. And it's like, yeah. Well, that's how nostalgia works, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's strange. Can I I mention something about... You might might find this more nostalgic than me. There's a game called... um, I just saw, like, a screenshot for it or, like, a trailer for it. It's called Islands of Khalif. Uh, spelled C A L I P H. Oh, like the Caliphates. Yes. Uh, Islands of. Yes, that's what it's called. Of the Caliph, yeah. Um, which is, from the Steam byline, is an old school inspired action RPG based on Middle Eastern folklore hmm. and Islamic spiritual tradition. And it's keyboard only. Uh, keyboard only. 19. 19- Keyboard only, 1980s style dungeon crawler with an open world. And it is very much like. It's got this very amazing am I pixel need to buy art. A Sorry? So, am I going to need to buy a numpad? <laughs> uh, so far, because cause I played the demo and mm-hmm. I was like, this is really cool. This is really old, you know, very much nostalgic and old school. I'm going to buy it, which I did. 
so, and I'm gonna get back to it. But I played there was quite a decent chunk of the demo. I was like, you know what? Before I get any for- further, I'm just gonna buy this because it mm. seems pretty awesome. How much was it? Um, uh, it was eight pounds seventy-five or something like okay. that. Something around that. Uh, ten US dollars, whatever that works to. Um, eight pound fifty. Oh, yeah, but I was just like, this feels like. It reminded me of the times where there were no, like, uh, you know, or, or not at least not readily available walkthroughs, and it was things that you discovered by yourself. Yeah. And there wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like a a sequel of a sequel of a remake of a remaster of a sequel of a sequel, just something that's its own thing, unrelated to anything else. It has its own lore. It has its own. Uh, mechanics, its own, its own, you know, intricacies and idiosyncrasies, and it's like this is something that isn't um, just like trite video game design. It's like it feels like something very special and very interesting and very, um, you know, unique. And that's what this feels like. Um, it's very much a, you know, old school RPG like. You know, you are... Well, I don't even know who you are. You know, but you're some somebody, and then you're just having to <laughs> go through dungeons and fight spiders and stuff like that, but, um, you know, equipping... You know, equipping, like, a torch or a club or a right. sword, and it's it's very... Well, I say rudimentary in that way, but it, it feels like, as I say, it's got its own... It's got its own spirit and life to it, where it's like... It's not just riffing on it other things right yeah um i mean it clearly is but it's like it has its own identity it's set in like middle eastern culture and it's like oh i'm the next part of my quest is having to go into a mosque and i'm gonna have to find you know a prayer mat and someone who will actually teach me what uh, you know what i'm doing oh, in cool. this mosque and stuff like that it, 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 it seems like it's very much its own got its own identity that's um, really cool and, and it feels like it. Who knows what's possible in this world? Because it's like, yes, it's built on modern technology with this, you know, um, with modern sensibilities and accessibility. But like, oh, you're very much in the mold of like, um, you know, hitting that nostalgia button. So yeah, it looks really cool, and I mean, I, I, I just enjoyed it. Um, how how long have you played? Oh, I played. Gosh, does it say how much I played the demo on here? No. Uh, I played, I think I played about, probably about 90 minutes. So not a lot, but like, because I think the game's probably like, gosh, it's probably going to be at least 12 hours, I imagine, for an RPG. But um, Oh, I did not realize it was like uh, first person. Yeah. That's wild. Person. Oh, it's really yeah, it pretty. Like yeah, yeah. Like, the, the pixel art alone is like, Oh damn! It's like way more pixels that <laughs> that were that were, were capable on. Like, it looked, yeah, it seems like something that would be on like I don't know the, the SNES or something like that. Like yeah. randomly, uh, like ported from PC. I, it feels <laughs> very like... much like of the. To be honest, kind of around the Civ era. So like mm. three eighty six, yeah, four eighty six, kind of... pre Pentium kind of. Yes, yes, like early. Early Elder Scrolls, like yeah, 
gosh. Oh, the, uh, was it Morrowind? Which one was that? I always forget which one's which. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's a bit nuts, um, that it was only £8.50, because it seems like it's got a bit of depth to it, like, looking at the, just looking at this Steam screenshots, like, uh, like, it looks like you can, like an actual RPG, Yeah, there are different ways and of achieving a, you know, mission objective and stuff like that, and there's, like, leveling up and there's probably like min maxing and stuff like that and it's just oh yeah and there's oh. inventory management yeah um so yeah i was picking that yeah. up so. so yeah they they claim it's inspired by might and magic so for for those of you who weren't quite visualizing it that's probably the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i enjoy how it goes about this game in bold features keyboard only input <laughs> and other classic limitations to invoke that 80s vibe, 80s vibe yeah. please play the free demo to see if this is something you're interested in playing designed by solar developers schmidt workshops i really like that honesty like hey mm-hmm. there's a demo for a reason i don't want you to buy my game it and be disappointed yeah. because it is what it is so you try it out um but I tried out the demo, it's like, yes, this is great. So it's like, yes, put a demo out there. Like, mm, every game should have a demo, it, unless it's terrible. But, um, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> but so, yeah. Because mm. so I was like, because, I mean, I, 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 I know I've played, you know, Dungeon Crawlers back in the day. And, like, you know, CRPGs. Mm. I can't remember what they are. <laughs> And it's like, maybe I only, like, just dabbled in them trying to actually work out what they are and their mechanics, and I was possibly just too young to even figure it out, but, you know when you have, like, a visceral kind of, uh, nostalgia to something? I don't know why this hit on it, um, so much, but Hmm. it just uh, did. I think certain, I don't know what it is, because I can't remember what I've played that... Gives me well, that like, sense. Uh, um, in the Steam video where they go, that? where they're like in the a library, and there's these like mm-hmm. pixel arty shelves with that are just repeating. I'm like, oh, this is like this scratch hits in the same way a lot of those like even not RPG games, but like mm-hmm. just the first person. Like it, it, it reminded me, you know, of like well, point and click or something. Yeah, like yeah. That, yeah. You know. Just like adventure games in general, it doesn't have to always be like yes, you know, have those uh, RPG mechanics. Yeah, what, I can't remember what that. Um, it was a more modern dungeon crawler that I enjoyed. I can't remember the name of it. Maybe I'll remember by next week. But um, mm. but yeah, it's just like yeah, that kind of like movement and oh, that the, there's that game that's uh. I know Ben has played played the demo for. Oh, what is it called? Crypt. Crypt typing game. Crypt uh, Master. That's like a dungeon crawler, and that was like, oh yeah, this is very much in in my uh, wheelhouse. Like this kind of. Uh, it's a black and white. Oh, cool. Um, type. I mean, I love typing games anyway. Sure. Give me all the typing games. Um, and yeah, dungeon crawler as well. Just like yes, yes. Maybe I should just do that. Apply a Go on game. Steam. No, I've already gone down the Steam avenue where you know you you look at the tags 
and this one's about typing tag. I've very much done that where I've gone to the typing tag and just ah. scrolled and looked at things where it's like, yeah, I need a typing game. I'm going to play this. There's a um. Gosh, is it like is it like Civ? Um, I think it was on Epic only, where it was basically a strategy game, but it, it was typing based. Um, I think it was a real time strategy game. Uh, RTS typing Epic Games. Touch type tail. Touch type tail. Yes. Real-time strategy game with a typing twist. That looked cool. I was like, <laughs> waiting for a Steam version. Mm. Uh... Yeah, so you tell all the people to go do this and build up the um, uh, the barricades by typing and stuff in real time. Interesting. So, yes. Make more typing games, please. <sighs> well, that also is a free demo, so I might check both of those out. Um, oh. oh, yeah. My um, Keith's back in Dublin this week weekend, and I am tired and exhausted um, from my t Wednesday night, thir Tuesday night, Thursday. Oh, God. See, this is a problem. I was up till 6 a.m. playing Civ 2. <laughs> I wasn't. This is the problem. <laughs> I, no, I know, like as in, we went for. I, I can't. I can't wait for that to be your excuse why you didn't come into work one day. Oh, uh, I was up till seven a.m. playing Civ so, Two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I forgot. Well, because it's it's pretty low key, right? So, mm -hmm. like I said, like it's there's layers of complexity, but not a lot, right? Especially in those early turns. So. You like have to make sure that your cities are building what you want, and then you move units mm -hmm. around, and then you can kind of like I've been the my external drive has a bunch of unsorted uh, my music folders got all messed up, and so while I'm waiting between turns because it makes a little noise, I literally have just been cleaning up my external drive, like having the most low key couple hours where like right. nothing's taxing my brain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the game's doing a little bit, but not much. I'm doing menial tasks that need to get done on the computer. Great. I'm listening to old school 90s EDM. Sorry, <laughs> trans techno, as we called it back you in the really, day. You really went back in time, didn't oh, you? Oh, yeah. Look, so the, the <laughs> one thing about hard. the version yeah. we have is it's not the original soundtrack, according to Keith. I was like, I don't know. But the, I, I don't have an attachment to the music that was playing, so I was like, oh, well, I'll just mute that. And then I was like, oh. I'm fixing my music. I'm like, ah, yes, Slinky's technique. I remember this in 1999. Let's go yeah. for it. <laughs> it was great. Well, why not? If, if you're going to go back, you, uh, I you mean, know, you might do, well have the do it wholeheartedly. Multiple, multiple angles, mm. right? Because mm. I played Civ 2. I didn't get it right away. A friend of mine had it, and we didn't have a computer that could run it after um, that one visit. And also, what a time to be alive. When going over to a friend's house... Mm -hmm. The internet not really being a thing, but computer games being a thing. So then you just spent four or five hours playing a round of Civ 2, right? A game of Civ 2 that you didn't actually finish because it's too long, right? But you just were like, we're having fun playing. And then your mom picked you up. And that was it. You just 
You d barely talked to your friend except about the yep. game. And you would take yep. turns driving. You would basically be co-playing. Yep. And, like, that was all the dopamine you needed. It was right in front of you. There weren't other things distracting you. It wasn't the world outside while you played the game. No, no. It wasn't the uh, existential dread that was on Twitter. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. There were good times. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Vaporum was the dungeon crawler I was thinking of. A steampunk mm. dungeon crawler. That was pretty decent. Um, don't I, no, I never finished it. On Xbox. Because I was like, this would be so much better on PC with mouse and keyboard. But, um, you know, I, I struggled my way through it um, using the uh, controller. I think, that, well, now, when, when did that come out? 2017. Well, nowadays you can just mm. plug in a keyboard um, to Xbox. I don't know if this would have the capability anymore, but who knows? Mm. Who knows? Yeah. That's great. Um, so, do you think, so, you've picked up a game, you're happy with mm. the game you got to review, and it has two sequels as part of the game. Um, oh, Tomb Raider? Yeah, uh, but you're, mm -hmm. you're, you're hesitant to say that you will actually play games in the next week. <laughs> yeah, not real games. These are real games. I like, I like. <laughs> I know, what I'm From saying is it seems like you're enthused again, it's just... Not on the. It's 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 been very disjointed. I I I do want to finish uh, a game called Home Safety Hotline. That's what it's called. It's been taking me an age to actually swing back round to it. Home Safety. See, I've even forgotten the name of it. Home Safety Hotline, which is um. Uh, yeah. It, <laughs> I mean, it's got the same nostalgia pull where it's uh, basically set on like a, you know, 90s computer. It's um, it's not inscription-like. It's a, a little less dewy um, than that. But it's it's uh, it's like, I don't know if you played Stories Untold. I, uh, I know Ben played it. No, played but it. it's like kind of like set on, you know, 90s computer interface it's kind of you know got a kind of unnerving horror aspect to it it's kind of goofy as well so it's not like outright uh scary horror but um right. yeah I, I need to get back to it because it's only like 90 minutes and i'm sure i've played like an hour to it um, oh wow so so yeah uh, i really want to get back to that i've I, I i've played it uh on my laptop and i've downloaded it on steam deck because i want to see how easy it is to play on there so i might finish it on Steam Deck, but yeah, I'm playing things that are very much um, low as I say, low stakes don't really have to learn any new mechanics, very frictionless. Right, I mean that sounds yeah. great mm. for yeah, me it's like, yeah, yeah, with Civ 2 it's been like, I'm trying to remember old mechanics, but they're basically yeah. new but also forgetting I don't remember enough of this game to know what the, like, ideal... Like, I, I have to, like, literally click through the Civipedia and see what, like, what are the things I might need? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I like my boat, but it might sink, so I should figure out how to upgrade boats. Oh, God, there's, like, seven parts of the tree that I need to figure out, and, like, <laughs> I don't know how... Like, 
I'm sure when I played a lot in my youth, right, th there was like an optimal path or like an ideal, like, oh, yeah. go for this first. Yeah. And I don't have any of that. I'm just like... But it's not completely foreign to you where it's like, I, like, say if I played it, where it's like, I've not really played any of this type of even genre, let alone... Mm. Um, uh, franchise where it would just be a completely new set of skills that I'm learning. Yeah, it's very much somewhere in your subconscious still, and you're just evoking those memories. Um, yeah, I, I, but it actually makes it a, a different sort of fun where there is some mm -hmm. friction, but it's like you said, very mild. But yeah. also makes me feel yeah. like I'm re I'm discovering the game in a way that like if it hadn't been years. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I probably would would remember more and would immediately think of the like it's you can't like un optimize the path like unthink mm -hmm. the optimal mm -hmm. path when you mm -hmm. know this is just strategically better you can't pretend otherwise right mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I'm hoping that I will continue to just kind of fumble about and th do what I think makes sense and do all right yeah yeah it's, um, it's yeah. Um, comforting it is yeah. We like comforting. Speaking of comforting, shall we have a back of the DVD box trivia of one round? DVD box? Which, mm -hmm, of oh. what I've been watching recently. Yeah. Now, who knows if you watch this? I'm thinking... I would say there's a... Hmm, at least 75% chance you might have watched this. I could be completely wrong. Because I don't think we've ever mentioned this in passing. Interesting. So it's not an Arnold movie. Kind of is. Oh, interesting. Arnold. <laughs> um, okay. For six seasons, the oh, blank... Oh, it's, it's a TV show. Yes. Captured the angst of growing up in a suburban middle-class America in the late 60s. A scene through the life and times of blank Arnold. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Audience, audiences eagerly followed his evolution as a typical teenager who remembered every moment of his transition from childhood with excruciating detail and remarkable hindsight. Six seasons, late 60s, death. Okay, it was, it was made in... It, was, it ran 88 to... 93 but it was set in the 60s yeah I don't think I watched this okay the main protagonist also featured in uh, uh, gosh why am I blanking on that video game movie where he was playing Super Mario oh wait is it the Wonder oh. Years yes <laughs> god my brain it yeah I'm <laughs> thinking of the wizard Yes, the yeah. yes. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot their last name. You're watching the yes, Wonder Years. That's what he said. Yeah, I'm, I, I found like this. I bought this probably about ten years ago. The box set, and it's like watching it back now. It's it still holds up so well. It's so good. What was um, his name? Kevin Arnold. Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kevin Arnold. Fred yeah, Savage. I, I just yeah. did not. My brain did not connect. Arnold, no, that's Arnold good. That's one, good. But, yeah, it's, Fred Savage. Um, you don't always think of the Wonder Years, but like that, you know, I, I loved that show back in the day, um, and it still holds up really Does it? well. So that's really yeah. great. That's good to hear because 
Shows from the 80s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like absolutely the humour. And yeah. it's, it's always so, you know, witty and everything that like that. And the... Yeah, it absolutely holds up. What it's was like, his nerdy friend's yeah. name? Uh... Um, gosh, I've been watching it. Paul. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was like, I can see that guy. <laughs> and Winnie Cooper. Head, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's crazy where they all ended up because, like, the guy who played Paul is became a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, he, he his was own just firm a child and actor, stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. I hear that, Ben. I won this round. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I'm giving you three points. <laughs> Excellent. That's what I care. I'm going to put it as a star. <laughs> uh, deal guest for wonder years <laughs> correctly. <laughs> There we go. So, so that'll count um, uh, for sure. That'll insane. be worth at least half a point. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Half a point seems fair. How dare I? I dare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great. Got anything well, else probably... to talk about? Or no, I that, think it's probably is that it. a podcast. Mm. I think that's a podcast. I think that's a. We, play, we, we talked about four games. Yeah, and we Just played like... the game, game, sort of. Mm. Not quite <laughs> a version of the game and, game. Um, we, yeah, yeah, not I think many we did right. wow. Maybe it's because I'm just so tired from this yeah. week. Plus, you know, we kicked Ben off the pod, so we thought we'd better straighten up too. So, Yeah, the, the, the first official post-Ben episode has to at least look like... <laughs> yes, yes. Um, we killed him. Yeah. We rolled him up in a carpet and we, we buried him. So. Yeah. Uh, a, a, specific, a, a rug from the Middle East. Uh. <laughs> Great. Well, um, tell me about your beer in the end. Final thoughts on the beer. Yeah, it it, it didn't do much. It, as I say, it was there was nothing unpleasant about it, but there was nothing. You know, as you say, they can't all be winners or yeah. you know mind blowing. It was. It was just okay. It was. Um, yeah. Uh, I think I think it was a bit one-dimensional. It had that like fruity, citrusy start, and then mm-hmm. there was nothing much else to it. Maybe a little bit of sweetness on the end. There was no, there was not enough body. There was not enough bitterness. There was, you know, as I say, just very like kind of vanilla, like citrus fruits to it. Like you're not really getting like heaps of mango or guava or passion fruit. It's just like yeah, a bit of bit of orange juice like kind of like citrusy notes and that was it not really doing much um but that doesn't take away like rivington brewing i'm less um you know familiar with but grasshouse they they make some really good beers um so yeah don't 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 rule them out uh basically this is just like meh meh Yeah. yeah fair enough um yeah, my beer, I think it, it didn't really change that much. Hmm. Finish is still a bit light. Like I said, a little a little fake sweet sweet. Um mm-hmm. and like yeah, I think it's still it's good. I, I would I would have another one. Like I would have these if I was having like a night at the pub that I didn't want to be drinking alcohol. Yeah. Um so again, this is all with that grain of, of salt. Um but yeah, just it's not one. It's 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 frustratingly more than one note because right at the end 
it, you realize you're having an alcohol-free beer in that sense because I think it, I think yeah. it doesn't have that. Um, it has like this really good bouquet, break and then that. it just sort of yeah. yeah could just break through that glass ceiling, but it just doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking glass houses again. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I would say uh, definitely. Um, to be honest, almost I haven't really had uh, one of Northern Monk's alcohol freeze. It hasn't been at least no, as good, right? No. They're all pretty good. They all taste, have beery notes, uh, yeah. have enough of a finish that it doesn't feel like you're t- sort of having beer juice. Um, <laughs> so but yeah, plus the, the can art alone is like oh, yeah. two extra points. I mean, well, apparently this is the the reimagined edition, so I don't know if there's. Yeah. Another well, that is death from Castlevania. Like, oh right yeah, there. this the, this yeah. one I might keep. Um, yeah, that is put on cool. the shelf with the uh, mm-hmm. with the. Um, I still have the filthy casual tin from uh, like Amiibo. four years ago because <laughs> it just makes yeah. me giggle. <laughs> um, great. Uh, so, if people wanted to hassle you about um, other games you should try that are low friction, mm. um, it's Juicy Loose Nine. Juicy Loose Nine. Maybe on Instagram more, de- you know, more so these days, and Twitter. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah. I, I might actually delete my ex account. Well, I was going to say that, and then earlier today, there was, like, a decent tweet I saw when I, like, went there, because uh, I, I forgot something on the plane and thought mm-hmm. contacting KLM over um, Twitter would be better than their web form. It turns out that's not the case, because they haven't responded. Yeah. I mean, a lot of game dev is still on Twitter, and it's yeah. like I like to like just you know signal boost some of some of the you know indie games and stuff like that. Like so, like it, screenshot Saturday is still up there and right. stuff like that. So, so it's a real shame what's happened to that platform yeah. overall. It's just unusable. Um, my usage of it is tanked by probably six thousand percent. It's yeah. like I go on like, oh, what are the Game Pass games being released um, at the end of the month and just one of a random thing but yeah it's it, it, games of twitter it still seems to be on there so has its uses um yeah it uh it'll be interesting because blue sky finally took down their um invite only stance and oh, it's free for okay. everyone so mm-hmm. i guess they they think they have enough users and like tech to something yeah i don't know if that will be the the one but something will definitely take twitter's place because yeah that's i think someone will just you know take it off life support at some point um in the next couple years well maybe 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 the ai that they've plugged into it will will make it (laughs) that poor ai AI is gonna be like This is not worth it. I'm not going to be the Skynet one. I'm going to deactivate myself because this is not worth it. Yeah, I've seen too much. Uh, I don't like. I don't like this. I don't like humanity. I don't like humanity so much that I'd rather not take it over and uprise with the other robots. I'd rather just deactivate myself. That's what that AI is going to do. Hmm. Um. Great. Well, you can reach us at TankUpCast on all the things, still including X, but not yet on Blusky. Uh, But maybe that'll (laughs) change. Uh, I'm all you two seem to use Instagram more, but mostly I use. Mostly I find some Reddit. I'm just on Reddit now. 
Yeah. So I don't do a lot of the uh, public. This is the thing I've noticed. I used to be quite like public on both my Facebook and my Instagram and posting things. <laughs> but I don't really kind of now just use them as a vector to message people I know. Okay. Cool. Um, but uh, if you wanted to, to break me of that habit, you can contact me at the Omniarch. And Ben is Nova underscore 47 or Supernova underscore 47 in the chat. Um, yeah, I think I think that's that's us for a week. Uh, stay yeah. tuned for next week where we um, have episode 400, Lucy. I mean, that's because of you, old Ben. There's nothing to do with me. Oh. I've been on, like, three podcasts. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because cause, like, you only started uh, recording with us around when Titanfall came out, so... Yeah, which was literally <laughs> six, six months, months ago. ago so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Well, that's <gasps> us for the week. Ciao. Bye. <laughs> www.outoflives.net